Hello and welcome to another episode of the Jude Forum. I am recording this on a Zoom call, so if it sounds better, you're welcome. If it sounds worse, I don't care. We're trying it, uh, but it's how we do things is we try to evolve to serve the greater public, the listening public, doing everything we can. And uh, look, quite frankly, I think this has been overdue. <clears throat> so on the call with me and hopefully much higher definition audio and more loudly and clearly, Palmer Alvarez. Palmer, how we doing? Hey, we're doing good. Coming off, coming off another L. You know how it is. You know how it's been. But hopefully people can hear me this time. I, it's always frustrating when I drop a bar for the fastest 69 and it doesn't come through. So uh, let's hope this time they all come through. Well, he is in the sound studio in his Nashville apartment. I heard a lot of those come standard. Uh, we are psyched to have him. I definitely want to talk a little bit of Gator football. It is I don't. one of my favorite things <laughs> as a non-Gator <laughs> fan. We've got your favorite segment, Fastest 69. We're going to get you all caught up on everything. Palmer, are you ready to go? Oh, I'm ready to go. All right. <clears throat> well, without further ado... So we're two weeks behind. This is, this is week eight. I don't give a you're shit. Get, you're getting Play another if you want. one, boys. I'm you're not getting another, You're yeah. getting another 20-minute fastest 69. Welcome fastest 118 eight. this time. <clears throat> Whoa, we start in Chiberia, where Bass is heading to town for a sold-out show. But this time, instead of singing, he's going to face Eric in a gang war. <laughs> Bass came in with the heat, keeping that motherfucking thang on him and letting his AK pop off for 27 points. After a barrage of shots, Bass thought he locked up the dub until Eric turned around and said, Hey, check the bullets, hot shot. <laughs> oh, very clever. Very clever. As Eric had enough ammo in the MP, that's Mike Pittman for y'all to liberate Israel and his fantasy team. <laughs> Addison Ray rolls on. Palmer, go fuck yourself. 139, AR 15-162. In this next matchup, Gray pounded Wynn so bad, he turned Wynn's pumpkin mascot picture into a jack-o'-lantern that resembles a glory hall. Reese must have got the unlimited hall pass because he was running all over the place with 23. And Lamb must have got a hold of that engram. And Aaron engram or two of that Zay Flowers because his grades are slipping. From C's to D's and now into F's. Wait, wait, hold on. That's not his test scores? That's how many fantasy points he put up? Jesus Christ. CD put up 41. Would help Gray coast to the dub. 
for win. There isn't too much to get excited about with this shitty roster. I mean, hell, Sam Laporta Potty is his best player. Let's just hope he can avoid any more messes the rest of the season. Doofin Schmertz, 150. Punt picking, cunt licking RBs, 109. We head to San Marco where that pervert Palmer came to town Jeez. to get stripped naked and beat up by Phil and the Georgia Bulldogs. Phil, a lot. Palmer, a little. <laughs> Creative on that one. Nice. <laughs> I tried my best, Teach. Don't look now. And with a team name like this, they might not want you to, if you know what I'm saying. But Tucker, I barely know her, might be figuring things out. The AFC South might be the only division in football that still cares about running backs. As ETN is eaten, and Derrick Henry is still, he's still good. As the duo put up 45. George Kittler, the diddler, makes sense that he's on this team. Dropped 23, and that was enough for the duck. Weekly injury report had to start Elijah Mitchell and had Darren Waller go on the IR this week. So, yeah, they lost. Tucker, the creepy neighbor, 133. My team is hurt. Wah. 124. We head to West Florida, where Donnie's Pittsburgh feelers is heading south to get a gander at Blake's bodacious seacups. <laughs> Donnie thought Blake's grade A chesticles were looking sturdy as Brock Purdy, but he had enough Chardonnay to dicker four men. Blake attempted to, to defend his own big old bazoingas, <laughs> but he got Jalen Hurts to like his own nipple rocks. Bodacious Seacubs ends up giving Titsbergen over the pants Palmer. Josh Palmer, that is. T-Berg Squeezers, 111-111. Seacubs, 95. What? We're nine days into No Nut November and Charlie's horny as fuck. You already know what the fuck's going on. What? Well, Jake... Jake fucked up Chuck in this next matchup. <laughs> Speaking of horny, Austin Eckler, the Erectler, is back. <laughs> and he rose to the occasion with a 23-burger. But seeing as it is no-nut November, he couldn't finish the job. So he had Jalen Waddle on over to do it for him. <clears throat> Things got a little dry. So TJ did his thing, and he hawked a little. And then they all got in the Rolls Royce Freeman and left Charlie behind as a shell of his former self. And Charlie's team sucked this week. Jake fuck 128 bye week. I know a guy that's got to beat for the bye week status. 88. We head to Alabama where David finally got exposed for riding cousins. (laughs) 
thank God, as his incestuous crimes went on for far too long. And also, I was running out of cousin fucker jokes. <laughs> this week, H. Burn rolled into town to remind David who was the second best program in the prestigious SEC West. Speaking of the SEC West, this week, it just meant more for Hayward as Tua and A.J. Brown went off like they were playing their own season opener against South Central Eastern Delaware Tech. <laughs> Hayward smokes that cousin fucker. BBB. BBB? 132. Auburn football, 103. You trash. What? What? And now we fast forward to weeks nine. I think you got to start us off, Charlie. No, I only had three games for week nine, and you should have. No, I think I did have four, and I got to do Palmer's game. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we, we leave it right where we left off back in <laughs> Alabama, where David made bail, and him and his Deontay Johnson are back on the prowl in Alabama. When is the new sheriff in this town, and any perverts he catch going to be catching up to Goddard real quick? David pulled a sneaky trick and tried to drop a hot Carlson on Wynn's Harry Butker. But Wynn sniffed it coming and brought swift Justice Hill to the convict, David Bale. Wait! 103! David! 96! Whoop! Whoop! It was a battle of the dumpers, the Georgia peaches, the turd cutters in this next mat- matchup as Addison Ray took on Brown time. Addison had the advantage in this one as things went down in L.A., where all the influencers migrate to, and where that defense got to play against the Jets, leading them to 27 points. After Addison's dump truck took Phil out, Gus hopped on his bus and hit him with the double tap. Then they hopped on TikTok and came up with another viral dance. This one is some T.I. What you know about Dak? What you know about Dak? Don't you know I got 28 points? I went off in my cowboy hat. Phil got his ass beat, which is Kincaid's for him. But I'm personally still salt that he decided to learn the game of football right after I dropped him. Fuck, fuck Dalton Kincaid. <laughs> Fucking piece of... Put up 20 points a game the second I dropped Addison Ray, 147. <clears throat> Brown time, 106. head on down to St. Pete, where Blake's trying to play a coup while hanging out with King Henry for the weekend. Blake was super cute as he cold-commit the gang and immediately told him to turn around, go home, and fuck themselves as he beat their ass eight ways from Sunday. Team Benry is fading fast and will need some kind of device that can wake them up without giving them a heart attack if they want to avoid an awkward conversation about who's topping Palmer next season. Does anyone <laughs> know who I can call for something like that? Anyway, Black Day 128 and Tucker Carlson from Zimbabwe of Planet Zen Jupiter 89. What? Oh, what? What? 
Gray's team stayed hot this week with a little help from C's and D's, which get degrees, who had 28 points. Josh Jacobs finally had a good game, and it only took him 28 carries and two touchdowns to do it, and he still only dropped 21. Bass had a rough day as Alvin had to let the rest of the chipmunks get some shine, and he was only he was only able to see five targets as opposed to his normal 37. And Brandon Brandon absolutely did not cooks as the receiver only put up two points. Doofin, Schmevo, 118, Basco, fuck yourself. Basco, fuck yourself. 93 points. I like that, Teej. What was that? I, I like that improvisation you did there. Basco, oh, fuck yeah. yourself. Go fuck yourself, Bass. Fuck, fuck you, Bass. Which one am I trade off for you, bitch? We head to Dirty Dina, where brother fights God, brother Jenkins and Chaser in the most heated matchup since the last time the two of them played driveway basketball. Josh Allen is a cheat code like Jenkins' dumbass Euro step off the backboard layup move. But the good news was Chase's Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler erection per Palmer was deadly from deep range. And T. Higgins went full on minute burrito as he dropped 19 in his best game of the season. Chase bricked plenty of points off the rim in this one, but he still got the win over Jinx, who had a worse handle on his team than he does in his now-deleted John Wall Handles mixtape. Jenkins, 80. Chase, 104. Whoop! 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 Charlie said, call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> As his disgrace of a roster, and I realize I have no room to speak on this, was able to manage to get a win. Sure, it helps when your defense is able to put up 26 and when your opponent's defense drops negative one. Do we get rid of defenses? Do we? Do we? Is it time to start that discussion? I think so. No I defense? I feel like I should apologize to Hayward for that. Mahomes threw a Dotson and hit his mark as the trio helped out with a combined 50. That was a terrible pun, but it's getting late. For <laughs> Hayward, for Hayward, B. John Robinson sucks. Bye week, 114. Bed, bath, and B. Bijan be gone? 89. And we're going off the cuff for this last one because I was not prepared. Palmer heads to Boston to take on Donnie and the Pittsburgh feelers. But the the only one in their fields is Palmer. Because his team sucks. Vegas 2024 (laughs) lost. Once again. Quite for, hey, we're all rooting for you, bud. <laughs> Maybe someone will lay, lay it all down and give Palmer a win at the end of the year. Boomer Bust, 93. Very misogynistic and sexist name, 112. <laughs> Great job, Bo. Go ahead. Appreciate it, Teach. Back at you, pal. Appreciate All right. And that was your... <laughs> Your fastest 69, which is probably the somehow less appropriate of a name, even than the phrasing being 69, simply because it's never been 69 seconds, 
last week, I think it was 22 <laughs> minutes. This week, it's been a, I can't even tell because I'm doing it on Zoom, but a smattering of time, certainly more than uh, 140 seconds. So it is what it is at this point. <clears throat> We're rolling with it. And I think the people like it. I certainly enjoyed listening to my own voice for damn near 30 minutes last week. Uh, just as Boomer and Teej. Oh, I, I love it. I love writing it. I love recording it, and I love listening to it. I mean, I, I laugh three times a week just by doing this, so it's it's worth it for me. But uh, I, I will say – All three phases of the keep, game. All three phases. We, I mean, I should be a coach. The preparation, the execution, the, you know, everything. <laughs> but uh, it's the Napier. only thing – it's the yeah, damn right. It's the only thing keeping me interested in the league right now. It's dark times. Dark times for uh, Vegas 2024, but that's what we got to look forward to is Vegas 2024. That's the that's the big one, you know? Fuck, that's this right. One's a, and while this one's dark, a Mickey Mouse. Dark times in the context of your team name, bright times in the context of this league. Now, yes. does Charlie feel how he feels as in – does he think half of y'all aren't ready for Las Vegas? Yes, but I'm not your dad. So we're going. It is the will of the people. I am excited. I'm going to go. I'm going to have a great time because I know how to handle myself, not overcook it. And I think it's just going to be overall a, a fantastic experience. And Palmer dropped out of here. What's going on, Palmer? Where'd you go? Where'd you go, Palmer? Podcasting. So we're back. We took a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by Flip Turn's new tour. Go get your tickets today, even though they're not coming to the Southeast. It is what it is. Forget about your roots. Don't blame me. They sponsor this podcast. Anyways, for free. So Vegas. And Zoom's telling me I'm getting kicked off in 10 minutes. That's super tight. <laughs> Vegas, we got the boys going. Quite frankly, I am very pro-team hotel. I do not want to stay in an Airbnb. You only go to Vegas once. And I would like to stay in a place where I can wake up and I am an elevator right away from a blackjack table. That's just me. Like I said, I'm, I'm focused on the will of the group. I'm kind of down for anything. Uh, but... I would like to get a little momentum going one way or the other, just so we know what we're doing. Uh, and I'm excited to see how everybody else feels about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm honestly, I haven't looked into it that much. I, I, I need to, that's on me. Um, I'm fine either way. I mean, if we do like a little hybrid guy, do like a night in the Airbnb and a, a night in a hotel, that would be sick too. But also, it kind of sucks having to move all your shit mid-trip. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, it depends on how far away these Airbnbs are. If it's a 15-minute Uber ride, I don't know about all that. Um, yeah, I mean, more I think about it, hotel sounds sick. It's all well, got a big-ass suite. And it's, and it's I mean, the, if money is a factor... You can work around that. I mean, Mandalay Bay is cheap. The Luxor is extremely cheap. It's like 30 bucks a night or 35 bucks a night per man if you're splitting double queens. 
I mean, we can get cheap. Blake called it Treasure Island. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm down for whatever. But uh, I'm I'm excited. I mean, we're we're obviously very far ahead. I put PTO in today <laughs> <laughs> for for that weekend and got an approved <laughs> shout out. But uh, yeah. yeah, and and part of me knows. There's also a part of me that knows that half of this group is going to be down for restaurants and clubs and bars and let's go shoot guns in the desert. And part of this group is going to be gorilla glued to the chair in front of the blackjack table and we'll be lucky to see sunlight in the 72 hours that we're in town. That's a fact. I think I think I just figured it out. Here's what we do. We go cheap hotel. Yep. Dirt cheap as long as it's got a casino with the with small table men's and according to Ben it has to pay one and a half for blackjack. Just hit those three criteria. And then so we go cheap for the stay, and then we rent out a pretty baller place for the actual draft itself. Yeah, I like that plan. And there are plenty of spaces available um that that can support that kind of thing i mean a lot of the hotels have meeting spaces have conference spaces if we wanted to do that i've also read a lot about <clears throat> if you want to rent a suite if you want to you know you can get booths at the hard rock cafe which overlooks the strip or the hooters or twin peaks or or whatever might have you you know things that uh i'm sure we would enjoy open bar Cabana, you know, David brought up Cabana. Cabana is one of the more expensive options, but I'm also down. I mean, you only go to Vegas one time. I mean, I think exactly. there's a really good chance that it's going to be another 10 years before this league goes back to Las Vegas, specifically for a fantasy football draft. No, I agree. I agree. I'm all in for a baller spot. Let's go Cabana. I'm I'm team Cabana. Haven't looked into it once one bit, but let's go Cabana. Yeah, look, I I talked to my mentor. He's a dude who's who's been there, done it. Granted, he said he wished he had not spent about ten percent of his net worth while he was there, but that's an authentic experience, in my opinion. Uh, and and he said, you know, that if there's one thing worth going for, it's the day parties. It's like your day drinking, you know. People walking around, everybody's feeling themselves, looking good, feeling good, iced out. He said that would be the time. And I've also read that if you if you are doing that draft environment, people will come up, they comment on the draft board, which teams they like, which teams they don't. I kind of like that thought that people, you know, long story short, we out here. We out here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm all the way in. Fucking – I get to take my shirt off and do the draft? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And be in the pool? God damn. Rich yes. Flex. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. All right. So, well, uh, that's that's Charlie and Palmer talk, figuring out the Vegas draft. You're all welcome. That's right. We're going to publish this, and then everyone else is going to have opinions, but here's the thing. Their opinions don't matter because they didn't feel like coming on the podcast. So it is exactly. what it is. Podcast, everybody knows what's said on the podcast is a fact. 
That's facts. And it goes over anything anyone says in the group chat. Now, Zoom is telling me we got four minutes until this thing is flat out dead, flatline canceled. It's also 1030 on a weeknight. So let's power minute this thing. Florida football sucks. No more to be said. Florida State's playing well. You know, we got Miami this weekend. That'll be interesting. If they win, I'll be crushed. Might kill myself. Anyways. Yep. 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 Uh, Charlie's that's moving good. back to Dina, which is cool, you know. Uh, looking forward to that. Saw Palmer at the bar this weekend. That was fun, or I guess last week. Yeah. Where? Uh, uh, where what else? What else? Jags. Okay, so we got the Jags Niners on Sunday. Yes. I'm gonna put it. I look. I put two fifty on the Jags in the Saints game and cashed it. I'm just going to free roll that money. I think I'm going to go 250 on the Jags against the Niners yep. and try to cash again. Sports gambling is legal in Florida. I can't believe I waited that long to bring that up in this podcast. I guess Palmer lives in Tennessee, so it doesn't matter as much to him. But here we are. We're back. We're living. Y'all have seen it in the group chat. I'm throwing dumbass parlays out there. One lesson I learned today, I was going to put together a huge 10-leg parlay on the Bears-Panthers game being a shootout. And I didn't. I canceled it at the last minute. And let me tell you, sometimes canceling a parlay at the last minute is as big of a win as you can get. That's where we are. Palmer, do you think we're going to beat the 49ers? <laughs> yes. And if you're rolling over your wins from the Saints game, that means you got to put 500 on it. Did I, did I hear that? Ah, you put, I yeah. did lose a little bit at the casino afterwards. Uh, okay. Okay. 300. like that. Yeah, no, I feel good. I feel good. I think uh, it being at home is huge for us. Um, so, yeah, let's do all, you know. I think we got Ooh, I think it's, uh, it's ours. It's our, they're favored. I don't know how. They've lost, what, three in a row? It's about to be four. So, fuck them. They suck. Yeah, the Niners are ass. Yep. Tags coming off a bye. Niners coming off a bye. It's going to be a fantastic magic. Magic matchup. Matchup magic. I'm going to be sitting in the box. That's all I know. Oh, let's I'm going to be go. flexing on all those pores, sitting down there, getting exposed to the elements and whatnot. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm hype. It's going to be a good time. Go Jags. I mean, I think, that's a, I think that's about all I got for this one. The league, I'll tell you this. We got one minute 20 left. This is just excellent podcasting. The league – First of all, I would have really appreciated a fruit basket as your commissioner for creating such excellent parody. Granted, Palmer's on this call, so it's a little ironic. <laughs> but other than Palmer, this is by far the most wide open year I've ever seen. Someone will have six wins, maybe seven, and end up in 13th place they're gonna share a team with you i think it's gonna be ben and henry which would be hilarious <laughs> my team sucks this week all my players are on by so i'm gonna to lose to win but i don't know man it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting less than one minute palmer you got anything left uh i mean no that, that that's it this is this, this podcast and then uh finding out who my ne- teammate will be next year that's the only things keeping me uh keeping me afloat you know um so yeah that's it that's what keeps me coming back um yeah that's all i got can't all right, well, there you go. That's next Palmer week. for you. Excited to yep. meet his new teammate, Vegas 2024. Yeah. We out here in the desert. 
partying, balling, flexing, having a time. And uh, without further ado, right side. Omaha! 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 For the touchdown. How much? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jude Forum Podcast. This is, I guess, technically now part two of a super episode because... My life is in shambles, I'm, and I'm a little lazy, and I didn't record or I didn't uh, edit last week's episode, so I'm going to cut all these together. It's going to be a super episode. It's going to be great, uh, and it's been enough time passed that I know now the first half of the episode, just listen to sounds crystal clear, 4K, Ultra HD, sounds like it's coming out the damn Sonos. Palmer, how are we doing? Doing great. Glad to hear that the Zoom is working. Uh you know, haven't been able to hear the episode yet, but I'm excited to listen to both of these and, uh, you know, here's some, here's some clear quality podcasting. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> you know, we got boomers, maybe a little bit of Jags talk, but we're keeping it compact this week. Um, back on schedule is the first episode in like five weeks that I think is fully up to speed. And even then, I guess we're recording it during Thursday night football. Uh, I already lost this week, by the way. Mark Andrews is dead. Lamar Jackson might be dead. Um, so, uh, Palmer, looking forward to looking forward to potentially sharing a team with you next year. It's gonna be fun. Um, <laughs> can't can't wait. Yeah. Give me some electric, some electric boomers. All right. Well, before I say, without further ado, let me just hit a quick. Oh yeah, and pour this up. And I guess Palmer's taking it away first while I'm pouring this. I will say, here we go. Here we go. Keep my wide receiver's names out of your fucking mouth is what Gino Will Smith has been saying all year until this week. After slapping and slinging the Chris Rock around the field 47 times, he was finally able to put together a respectable week with 26 points. Debo Samuel Adams added to the dub with 16 of his own as he torched the Jags, which made me feel like drinking about 16 Debo Samuel Adams and yelling wins fantasy team name but innocent bystanders. Mommy, why is that grown man crying? Fuck off, you little butt-picking RB. Anyway, speaking of alopecia, Grace started Josh Dobbs, and someone must have given Dobby a sock this offseason and set him free because he's playing out of his mind and put up 25 points this week. Here's a little bonus JPFPPFPJPF stat for the boys. Wins kicker outscored Charlie's 21 to 4 this week. Fuck kickers. I heart PPR, which is an ironic name. 115. By week. 87. Let's take it on over to the 14th colony of Alabama. 
where William Jenkins Mock III and Henry Hayward Burnett V are squaring off in an old-time duel. <laughs> Jenkins reached for the holster first as he got into the business of John Mingo fighting on Thursday night, but he shot himself in the foot right out of the gate by only scoring five points. Hayward whipped out his own flintlock and with a loud struck a fatal blow to Jenkins' heavily sick and dying roster. Some might call it cruel, and some might call it a mercy killing. All I'm calling it is another dub for Hayward. H-Burn, 117, Jenkins, 95. Someone tell TJ Hawkinson that's enough loop. The tight end was relentless this week as the Nordic God lookalike repeatedly dropped Thor's hammer down on Blake's tight end. Brandon also cooked up some fire dope this week. <laughs> Brandon also cooked up some fire dope this week and Dak couldn't get enough. The receiver and the crack cocaine aficionado popped off with 32. Brian 50 Cent Robinson tried to keep Blake in this game as he had many men trying to bring him down but he was patiently waiting for just a little bit of space to get away. The gun violence victim was able to show he's the man with 30 points, but it was Chase who was in the club after the matchup celebrating the dub. Jake fuck, 141. Bodacious C-Cups, 160. the anal express where Phil's got his hands full <laughs> with Donnie's Pittsburgh feelers in Beantown. Brown Times trip got off to a slow start when he got stuck in traffic on the Hershey Highway and was all horned up thinking about burrowing into Cooper's pooper. Unfortunately, all this perverted behavior caught up to him this week as he was diagnosed with Dalton Kincaid's. Pittsburgh remains as chill as Taysom Hill counting bills and keeping it shrill as he moves to a six and four record. Here's hoping Bars. he can relive his college days and find some shrooms to take with his boy Super Demario Davis and get <laughs> his team sky high for the playoffs. Here's a headline for you, boys: Donnie Dong's dicks down. Debbie does Dallas D. Donnie. Bars. One to a hole. Fill up my butt. 91. Whoop. Whoop. Addison Ray must have dropped in OnlyFans this week because this team was feeling themselves, if you know what I mean. The influencer decided to really make a splash by bringing in a tank and taking it up the deck as the receiver and quarterback put up 19 and 40. She finished things off with the Gibbs Gobble special, who added 26 of his own. Grace said, I got to CD me some of this. As the receiver popped off for 40 with the premium subscription. But the rest of Grace's team got caught trying to illegally download the videos online and forgot to play football. Addison, 143. Doofenshmirtz, 110. What? We head to San Marco, where piss-poor Palmer comes to town 
to give Ben and Henry their much needed free win to stay out of Sacco contention. Ben and Henry were clearly very relaxed as George T. Kittle came screaming into the kitchen and in this matchup with 22 points. Mike Evans went all Tyler Blevins and clutched it for the rest of this miserable squad as they squeaked by. Wait a minute. DK, Donkey Kong, Ape Shit, Chris Olave got a speeding ticket running how fast? Baker Mayfield was actually cooking. Rashad White did everything right. Dray McBride said, get over here and suck your wife's dick. Holy shit. Palmer's gonna win the football game. He's gonna win the football game. The drought is over. The drought is over. Did Henry fall to Palmer, the GOAT, Alvarez, and the biggest upsets in Pokey Johnson back at 35. What a win for P-Boy, and what a crushing loss for Ben and Henry as they find their way back into Sacco contention. Ben Rotto, 99, Palmer, uh-huh. Uh -huh. Oh, I don't even, I don't even want to finish, but let's, fuck, let's do it. The slingshot maneuver was engaged this week as Herbert and Allen shaked and baked all over David. The dynamic duo combined for 70 points, which is about as many points as I typically hope for on a weekly basis, but not this week. Abracadabra Camara worked his magic and added 18 with seven receptions. And Christian McCaffrey continues to break down racial stereotypes with 20 of his own. David was able to put put up some respectable numbers as he Tyler locketed the bathroom door, dropped his pants, took a gander at his Garrett Wilson, then took the Amon Ross St. Browns to the Super Bowl as the trio put up a healthy, double-tapered 70 combined points. But the splatter got on his Will Levi's and the dud six-point performance from the quarterback cost him the game. Dylan's team, 144. Meow. 133. Whoop. <clears throat> Very That's it. good. That was a good one. You really went all out <laughs> with the points yeah, on your last matchup there. <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I was kind of cooking this week. You know, when you get in your groove and you get some good puns rolling. Well, I was about to say, you got a little pep in your step. I'll, uh, you know, the floor is yours. Take it away. I mean, it felt all, I, I thought I wouldn't care if I lost out, you know, it's an off season, whatever, but no, it felt fucking awesome to win, to finally get a dub. To, I mean, my team finally lived up to expectations, although the expectations haven't been that high. They finally finally did something. We found a tight end in Trey McBride. We've been looking for that ever since we made the just the dumbest move to drop Kincaid. Um, but McBride is Himothy. He's him, Duncan. He's here to stay. Uh, we got we got Baker dropping dimes, little shaking Baker. Uh, it, it feels awesome. It feels awesome. And, and with this win, there is a world. I just want to point this out. There's a world with a very small chance of happening. Very small. I mean, I have to win out for this to happen, which that's how small of a chance this is. 
It's not going to happen. But if I win out, and if Ben and Henry lose out, I don't have to share a team next year. They're running it back. Oh. Uh, they have four wins right now. There are four weeks left, and I have a win. So they we could, are. They could finish. You you could get to five wins. You could also get to you could also get to four wins. The and... points for is the points for margin is uh, insurmountable. You <laughs> don't think you can outscore them by like three hundred and fifty points over the course? Of four weeks? <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll see if DK can keep it up, but uh, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. But I mean, this this glimmer of hope couldn't have come at a worse time. Seeing that I have like four players on by this week, uh, but hey, you never know. Fucking uh, Yolo, Jaden Reed can pop off. We'll see. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Hey, there's you're you're saying there's a chance. That's, that's yeah, all exactly. Yep. Well, congratulations. Uh, you know my piece of advice uh, that I'm sure you've thought about several times over, but I'll just remind you, maybe bring the trophy with you to the draft next year. I can't help but wonder if that's where all of this started. Yeah, I think that was it. I did. The trophy wasn't there. I had bad, bad mojo to start off the season. Uh, the draft went poorly for me, made some bad, bad moves throughout the season. Uh, just nothing's gone my way. And it all, you're right. It all started day one. Um, not being in the right headspace with that. Tro- had that trophy been on my side, Right next to me, or at least have I had I had it there to you know have that in my mind as my end goal. You know, maybe the motivation would have been there to do do better and perform a little bit better, but it wasn't there. And you're right that that this one's on me. This is a bad season, but at least we got a dub. That's right. That's all. That's that, right. That's all that matters at this point. So, but yeah. Uh, the race for second to last place is tight. Who's it going to be? It really is. And it, it's as wide open. I mean, I guess, yeah, no one's got seven wins yet. So or am I mistaken? Or uh, let's see. Here. Nope. It's yeah, no. boring. First, first team weeks at six wins. So Dylan Bass, who's in first place 10 weeks into the year, could theoretically – be sharing a team next year. Yeah. Theoretically. This is by far the most parody. Um, tip of the cap to the commissioner, whoever you are, for for putting together such a competitive league, uh, including Palmer now. You know, like I said, we got dogs. Palmer, we're going we're gonna to run the table here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've just never, ever, ever seen a league so tight. You know, it's, yeah. I want to be in that. I want to be in that tightness, you know. Hey, I do too. I, I fell off along the way, but I, I want to be in there too. You're trying, to worm your way, you're trying to worm your way in. <laughs> yeah. I want to be. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, and Chase added John Newsmith. Smith. That's fantastic. Well, I've got absolutely no options at tight end, which is great. Also, <laughs> Jenkins. Uh, Made a completely fair trade, we'll say. We'll say. Uh, wasn't a scumbag move at all, unless some people think it is, in which case 
I wouldn't say it's a scumbag move, but other I've heard other people say it's a scum. I just want to say I didn't think it was a scumbag move. I mean, Donnie did it to Jenkins. That makes it okay for everybody. I don't know. Wait, Charlie, can you can you break down uh, break down the exact maneuvers of this trade live on Air Force just to catch us up? Uh, sure. I mean, basically, a uh, week and a half ago, I offered that trade straight up. Uh, Mahomes was going into his buy, and Jenkins like, you know, I I don't mind the trade, <clears throat> but you know, let me think about it. Probably after Mahomes is buy, I know said probably he's like, let's let's revisit. I don't know. He sent the screenshot of the texts. He's clearly not mad, which I'm grateful for. I I would never want Jenkins to be upset about something. Uh, <laughs> so simple as this trade but and then there was no further mention of it i just left it open and then without a further word it just got accepted on a random you know tuesday wednesday morning whatever it was i don't know i mean like i said it's fine i, I don't feel like i lost much uh you know we'll see if Mahomes goes off but i'm kind of excited to have josh josh stallion and i got josh dobbs who's good josh Dobbs is good i mean josh allen's the number one overall player in fantasy right now I'm looking at the numbers, but he does close the season. I mean, he has his bye left, and then he also plays the Jets, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys uh, over the next five weeks with a bye sprinkled in there. So, but he might not be getting. He's got the Chargers if, in the playoffs. He has the Chargers and the Pats in the last two weeks of the playoffs. If you, if, if you're by still some, alive. If by some, I guess not miracle. I mean, if, if I win two more games I'm probably in, you know, like it's weird to play this entire season. It all comes down to the last four weeks, basically like if you go three and one, you're definitely in two and two, you're on the bubble one and three. You're not the Sacco. Oh, and four you're sharing a team. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you, you have a good problem though. You're, you're quarterback by committee and Josh Allen's in that committee. So. It's true. Uh, I mean, Josh, I, I, I think I'm starting Josh Dobbs against Denver this week. Honestly, I, Dude runs. I, yeah, he's yeah. I think you are, and uh, Justin Jefferson is probably back. So yeah, but um, he's going to be a, a weapon. That's how that trade went down. Uh, which, like I said, it's whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, Jags. Look, Jags. I was at the game. I was in the box. Sent y'all the screenshots. Did not do well gambling wise on the live bets, uh, but. No, you did not. You know, law of averages. I thought we there's no way we lay an egg at home three games in a row, and uh, and here we are. Now, granted, I guess the Texans game seems less bad in hindsight because the Texans are actually good, and that game's going to really mean something on the next go round. But yep. um, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was tough. It was a tough game. I've I've been to plenty of tough Jaguars games. That one was up there, but. Uh, this week is interesting because we play the Titans. And if we are going to consider ourselves a good team, then this is your textbook bounce back spot. You know, if, if you're in that upper echelon of teams and you get just humiliated, taken to the woodshed, then traditionally speaking, this is your the spot. You usually come back in the next week and you kind of – bust some people up you know we're gonna go out there and and should beat the titans by two touchdowns but i'd be interested to see what you think about it uh yeah no i agree it needs to be a big bounce back week for us i mean fuck two touchdowns we need to win by 40 like we need to go out there and just 
beat the shit out of the Titans. They're bad. They're terrible. Will Levis sucks. Um, and I know we always have a problem with Derrick Henry, but he's, you know, he's still Derrick Henry, but he is a thirty-year-old running back. Let's yeah. Let's figure this. Let's figure this out. Let's shut it down. Um, I mean, we need to step it up on both sides of the ball. That was a horrible outing for us last week. We came out, looked flat the whole game, had no energy. It was it was rough to watch. And then, uh, you know, obviously we had so many turnovers, and most of those were, you know, untimely. Had some good drives going and turned the ball over. Uh, it, it could have been a much closer game than the final score indicated. Um, I mean, it could have, but we had those turnovers, and that – you know, at the end of the day, that falls on us. Yeah, uh, I think if – and I think closer to the end of the half, if we were able to complete that ball to Christian Kirk in the end zone yep. versus getting a field yep. goal, I think that changes a lot. You know, it gives us a little positive momentum. But, yep. I mean, we got suffocated. We get out there and just straight up outclassed. Granted, it seems like every single team we play has one, two, three, or four or different all-stars come back. Uh as soon as we play them, the week we play them, everybody this season yeah. has been doing that. But, you know, you can't complain about who you play. You just got to get up there and win, which we've been doing. Like I said, people were like all of a sudden down on the Jags. In the NFL, you you win five in a row, you're probably due. And, and we went up against just an absolute machine, like I said, coming off by super healthy, the 49ers. So it's, you know, maybe I'm smoking on that copium. But this this is just a bad regular season game for this team that needs improvement. Press Taylor, looking at you, what are we doing? But this is not, oh, my God, we suck. This is just, okay, we got to regroup, revisit, and then hopefully uh, beat them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, completely agree. It, it, um, they did have a bunch of studs come back. And then the addition of Chase Young with Bosa coming off the edges – that's tough to deal with. I mean, they were. Oh my god, that's that was disgusting. Trevor had <laughs> zero time all day. So I mean, the that was that was the issue for some of the turnovers. But like, yeah, he he had no time to operate. We were just outclassed that game. And if you come out flat uh, playing against a a team with superior talent, you're going to lose like that every week. So. Just got some figuring out to do, and yeah, I agree. Uh, Trevor's been not good this year. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where this regression came from. It it might be Press Taylor. If it is, um, I, I don't know. Wasn't Dougie P calling the call plays last year? He so the rumor is that Dougie P was calling plays in the first half last year, and Press Taylor was calling plays in the second half last year. Okay. Well, damn. Then I don't know what to do. We need to figure some shit out. Yeah, I don't know what to do either. Because um, our our offense looks like just not explosive. Is it like just the lack of Zay Jones? Speaking of Zay Jones, what's going on with him? Yeah, no, that's not um, ideal either. Yeah, but but still, like we have weapons. Calvin Ridley has been a non-factor. Uh, Christian Kirk has been solid, but you know we need somebody other than him to step up. In- Ingram's been solid too. Yeah, a lot of, um, been a lot of Keon Coleman talk on uh, draft Twitter for the Jags. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. And I, I know most I mean, of y'all yeah. wouldn't either. I know most of y'all wouldn't either. No, he's – yeah, he's a beast. He's, he's actually a fucking stud. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he 
Best thing ever. <laughs> I don't know if he would fall to us, honestly, if we have a pick outside of the top 15. Um, uh, What else we got? Jimbo Fisher is making 26 grand a day till 2030, 2031. Dream life. Dream job. Unreal. Just get good. Get good at coaching, get a fat contract, and then suck at coaching. Yeah, his agent cracked, should get a genius. lifetime achievement award. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Once you sign that big of a contract and it's all guaranteed, why even try? <laughs> yeah, why? Right. I wouldn't take a phone call for a month. You'd find me <laughs> face down on a beach in Jamaica. Yeah, he's he's living life right now. He's yeah, he's fucking somewhere. Yeah, not in Texas A and M will find somebody else. Not Mike Morvell. It's it's funny how um, when who knows more than all of us about the cost of real estate gives gives it to Mike Norvell for free, and quite a bit of it. Dude's living rent free off in Wind's brain. <laughs> It's going into a top 10 matchup this week, and all I can think about is Mike Norvell getting asked a question about a different job. I can promise you we're not thinking about the Missouri game. Uh, that you, <laughs> we already lost that game. They are a good football team. I don't think Billy Napier is are... thinking about the Missouri game. <laughs> no, he's not. Billy Napier's thinking about all, all the recruits he's losing right now. Uh, it's fucking it's rough. He is hemorrhaging talent. I know he's fucking he's retarded. He's so stupid. Um, why is it? Why is it all of a sudden though? Does it like? Did he? Did something happen? Or is it because of the losing? I just don't understand why this week all of a sudden like half of y'all's good recruits are starting to piece. It's just because of the losing. You know, we kind picked up snowball. a handful of guys. Yeah, it's been. We we rode that high after like the the Tennessee win. Everybody thought we were kind of turning things around, and then everything went to shit after that. And uh, you know, guys start dropping. Yeah, that's just what happens when you lose. Like you're gonna lose good recruits, especially when you have. We have a lot of good recruits, and when you have so many and start losing, some guys are gonna. Yeah, they're fucking. They're 17 years old. They're gonna. They're not loyal to anything, except yeah, right. for. You know potential dollar signs and NFL prospects. So if you're playing for a losing program, some guys are going to want to get out. So that's, that's what's happening. But you. after we beat, after we beat Florida state in a few weeks, um, that's right. You know, maybe we'll pick up a, we'll pick up a few more. So we'll flip all of our guys. It's like a skins game. Exactly. Exactly. That's the plan. Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, Mike, Mike Norvell's not going to Texas A&M. Why the fuck would he do that? No, that wouldn't make that's, any sense. When, when did Texas A&M, become a good coaching job other than having a lot of money, which Unlimited I guess that's money. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah that's that's, it's like, I don't know. The expectations are insane. I mean, granted, if they wanted to hire me, I wouldn't say no, but yeah. I don't know. Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. What I, a guy. What a scumbag, but what a guy. He's getting away with it. Um, right, That's all I got, man. I'm, I got, I'm about to wrap this thing up. You got anything else? Nope, that's it for me. All right, y'all. Another week of the Jude. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to get back on schedule. Hopefully, we can film another one of these early next week after this week's matchup. So, we'll have three weeks to go. Damn. I don't know.
Final countdown, boys. Peace. See you.